0: Welcome to Potluck, a podcast from the Great Plains Conference of the United Methodist Church. Instead of bringing food to the table, we bring stories of inspiration and celebration from the Great Plains Conference and beyond. Pull up a seat. You are always welcome at our table. According to Bishop Reuben Sines Jr., the Great Plains Conference was given the gift of his wife, Maya, in the summer of 2016 and that he was just thrown in as part of the deal. In the three plus years that the Signsists have been in the conference, they have traveled to every area of both states, getting to know the people of Kansas and Nebraska. We've documented Bishop Signs' life story several times over those years, but we haven't really focused on his wife, Maya, that is until now. Maya Signs, welcome to Potluck.
1: Thank you, David. I appreciate you inviting me. I feel very blessed and honored.
0: Well, thank you. We're, we're glad to have you. Um, and people have met you in various events through the the last three years and i think the words that that always pop up are warm and gracious and those of us who who uh work with you have would obviously say the same thing in all this time and we just want to let people know who who you are you've kind of been in the shadow for for all this time and we just want to let people know what kind of person you are so I guess we start with your, your life story, uh, as it were, in a, in a few minutes. You were born and raised where?
1: In Rio Grande City. Okay. Uh, actually uh, was born in McAllen, Texas, and uh, that's about 45 minutes from, uh, I guess, on the south side of Rio Grande City. Okay. And uh, But I was raised in Rio Grande City, Texas, and uh, so my, my parents are from both, I'm sorry, They were both from Rio Grande City, and uh, they are both deceased, um, as we speak. And uh, I was the eldest of three. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a sister, Norma, uh, and she lives in Westlaco, Texas. And I have a brother, Luis Sanchez, and he lives in Harlingen, Texas. So I am the oldest. And my mom considered me, both my mom and dad, as a miracle child. How so? because I was, uh, my mom and my dad took eight years to be able to conceive. Mm. And uh, so when she was excited about thinking she was finally expecting a child, uh, her doctor told her that unfortunately that it was not a a baby, it was a tumor. Mm. And so she uh, went for a second opinion, and uh, and thank God she did because <laughs> that that tumor, the size of a um, an orange, mm-hmm. was me. So
0: how far along was she then?
1: Uh, she was probably three months along. Wow. So she always told me that story, and uh, and my dad would, you know, she would say that my dad was overprotective of me, <laughs> you know, but I mean he wouldn't, he would just. You know, he didn't want anyone to touch me just because you know uh, I was I was their gift from God. So, okay. and
0: what did your parents do for a living?
1: My dad was a social worker, okay. and then he was uh, a treasurer for the for the county, a county treasurer. Mm-hmm. My mom managed a produce company, and then she managed a a, a hotel that was remodeled. It was a, it's a historic site there in Rio Grande City. Until right before she passed away from cancer, and uh, my dad—that was—that's almost going to be 29 years ago. Oh goodness! And uh, I was 28 at that time, Hmm. and my dad passed away 10 years after she passed uh, from a massive heart attack. But uh, they were the the a couple that they were loved, and uh, they were so giving, and they were—they just had a big heart and. I try and live as close as I can by what they taught me, and uh, and I just I miss them. But I I I'm, I was I'm very blessed to have had parents like them.
0: What what kind of values do they instill in you?
1: They just they always, you know. One of the things you know, my mom, would like I said, she was very giving, and she always said if whenever you do have, if you ever have more than. Um, than you ever expected. Be humble, and uh, and give what you don't. You know, just don't be greedy. Just, you know, love all people. And uh, and my dad was just the same. They lived. They um, lived that life of just being very generous and uh, kind. And uh, they they just love people. And I I think of them almost every single day. You know.
0: Oh, great, great. Were they active in their church? Or?
1: Yes, they both were. They um, they married in the Catholic Church. They mm-hmm. were born and raised in the Catholic Church. And then um, when they had when I was born, I was baptized in, uh, ba- uh, in the Catholic Church. I was raised. I went to the convent for seven years. Wow! Uh, before I went to public school, and uh, at that time there was nuns, and you know they were my teachers and. Mm-hmm. The respect was very, very high, and um, and um, and I did that until I both my husband Reuben and I got married in the Catholic Church. Okay. And um, I know I kind of jump from okay. childhood, but you know that I mean I can go on and on. But
0: our listeners are smart; they can they can fit, they can uh, <laughs> put it in the right order.
1: So, but um, you know, so I hold that I mean that's a value that they I mean they that's. That was a really that was for how we were brought up, and at, at, to this point, I I just continue to respect. Um, uh, when I go back home, and uh, I've I've attended many funerals of my loved ones, and I go back to the church where I was raised, and where I, you know, I would we would go there every Friday for communion during the time that I was at the common school. So, you know, it's just it, it's very dear to me. So. Mm-hmm. Good.
0: Uh, the bishops also mentioned Rio Grande City through the years. What kind of a what kind of a city is it?
1: It's a it was a small town. I can't exactly give you the population because it's it's now it's it's a city. Mm-hmm. Uh, now uh, we've got a mayor and um, and it's a little larger. Uh, a lot of people. When we go visit, we don't recognize half of the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we go to the grocery store or theater, and uh, so but you know that is where uh many me- many many memories has you know we have that we have uh, and uh, my aunts uh, unfortunately my mom had five sisters and out of the five um only two are living right now hmm. and it's going to be a very different christmas because um, the two that just passed away were very de- we're a very very close family and, oh, and so uh, but and my dad uh, he um, his only sister is living in laredo texas so um but i've got my cousins uh and um you know we just get together almost every time that i'm down uh, in south texas and we just we just hold our memories very tight and we just have a great time
0: great great we will be back with more with maya signs right after this Matthew 28 tells us to make disciples of Jesus Christ, but how can you do that? You can help by providing some inspiration each morning to someone else. Just go to www.greatplainsumc.org daily devotions. Once there, you'll find a QR code and a link to a sign-up page. Pick your day and your topic. If you need some assistance, there's even a link to the Vanderbilt University Daily Lectionary. Follow the instructions for submitting your devotion. And you've done your part to help inspire and encourage others in their christian walk again that's www.greatplainsumc.org daily devotions help make more disciples today we're back with maya signs in a conversation and kind of getting to know the woman we've seen for the past for almost three and a half years in the great plains conference um, we talked about the family you came from and and now how about the the family you raised you've got four children, three sons and a daughter and kind of give us the rundown on on each of their families
1: oh my goodness so that might take that may take about an hour okay. or so okay <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to mention one thing that I didn't mention that mm-hmm. um, I know I'm known by Maya, mm-hmm. but my uh, my name is Maria Antonieta. Okay. And Sanchez was my main name. Okay. So uh, I know where did Maya come from. Well, uh, you can ask one of my cousins oh, because okay. she was the one, you know, that shortened my name. So, but I'm I'm proud of the name that they chose for me. So. Oh great, great. Just thought I would mention that. <laughs> but uh, going back to your question. Sure
0: the, the uh, four successful uh, children?
1: Well, you know, my husband and I, um, we, I can, I don't know if you'd like me. Sure. To kind of just give you a little background that my husband and I oh, went sure. to the same high school, that's where we met, Okay. and uh, we actually, uh, you know, they would call it, we, you're going around with Ruben. You know, in <laughs> high school, that was, you know, it was not, or anything like that it was going around so we uh, actually dated for four years before we got married and Mm -hmm. we went to the same high school my father-in-law was our principal so that was a little hard I
0: I remember (laughs) you talking about uh, oh no should I date the principal's son that's right
1: right, because I got a lot of pressure over that (laughs) but uh, let me just say it was not easy but uh, but at the end you know it's a great outcome but um, so we now we've we've been married almost 39 years wow. so it's a blessing and uh, but going back to your question about our children we raised uh three boys and a girl mm-hmm. aaron gabriel and christina marie um, reuben signs the fourth and uh, isaac david mm-hmm. so we raised four and actually Uh, One was born, Aaron was born in Nacogdoches during the time that my husband was going to Stephen F. Austin and playing college ball. Mm -hmm. And uh, Christina was born in Rio Grande City, Mm -hmm. and uh, that was when we opened our jewelry store there. And uh, Ruben was born in McAllen, which we were living in Rio Grande City at the time. Uh, We had our business. Mm -hmm. And uh, then Isaac David was born in Dallas when uh, my husband was in seminary.
0: Of each child in a different <laughs> chapter of your life it sounds <laughs> yes. like yes and uh, and the bishop did share about Isaac's delivery or the 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 OBGYN and and how you know grace kind of helped in that in paying for the bill and everything and there's just an amazing story about that but what impresses me is that your two oldest sons are both in the ministry. Was was this an easy decision for them? They're fa- fathering their father, father's footsteps, or were these some of their own decisions? Or how did they end up becoming uh,
1: pastors? Well, we we would have never thought. I mean, to be honest with you, we never uh, we never pushed our children to do something that they didn't want to do. Uh, we prayed for them mm-hmm. uh, daily. We we did our best as parents to raise them and uh, and. Uh, you know, uh, of course, the two oldest, Aaron and Christina, were, um, we were, I mean, at that time we were not, my husband had not um, answered the call to ministry. So, uh, the two oldest, I mean, we were in Rio Grande City trying to work full time and trying to raise our two oldest. Um, and then when, like I mentioned, uh, Ruben came along, the fourth. and at that time we still had, a, we, we still lived in Rio Grande City. and. Uh, when we moved to Dallas, that's where Isaac was born. But mm-hmm. I know I'm try. I, I'm trying to answer your question to the <laughs> best that I can. But we never we. I get. I don't know how to even answer this question because we always just lifted each one of them, put them in the Lord's hands, mm-hmm. and whatever they wanted. I mean, they would, you know, want to do in their life as far as their profession. It was, it was just up to them and mm-hmm. you know God would guide them and and now that we really now we kind of sit back and we say wow we never expected our two boys to be um full-time pastors mm-hmm. and um and uh, so we're very very grateful and we're very proud of that very humbled about that
0: and they're both of your sons are in thriving and growing ministries in Texas right they're 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 in as much as I can tell online and reading online, they're in they're in very big growing churches. That's that's fortunate as well.
1: Yes, Aaron has been uh, serving at uh, Valley Price in Harlingen, and uh, and Ruben has just got a new appointment to uh, Christ Fellowship there in San Antonio. So um, you know we're we try and support them as much as we can.
0: Oh, fantastic. And Christina, if I remember right, is a nurse?
1: And Christina's actually, she's a psychologist. Okay. And okay. she is uh, an administrator uh, that works at the uh, Magnolia ISD in, um, in Magnolia, Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she is a director there. And um, and we are very, very proud of her as well. Great. She has, uh, you know, she's, she's she, they all make us proud. Oh, good.
0: And Isaac, I the first time I saw him, I nicknamed him ESPN because he, he knew he was going to be a, a sports broadcaster, and he's doing that now. In, in a, not uh, not for a network, but he's got his own. Uh, uh, job with UTSA, U- right?
1: Correct, okay. University of Texas in San Antonio. So,
0: and the poor the poor kid is on his way to Hawaii to cover <laughs> girls basketball, women's basketball. Yes. So.
1: As, as we speak, he's getting ready to, <laughs> on the, for that trip tomorrow, and he's loving what he's doing.
0: Fantastic, um, and he's got a successful podcast, a pro football podcast. Yes. So,
1: he's, he indeed he's he's just they're all go getters, and they're all um, they just. Um, we support them 100%, so.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. And when you came here, you had no grandchildren, if I remember correctly, and now, what's, what's the, I have to ask you every time I see you, how many grandchildren, because the number always seems to grow every time we talk.
1: Correct, when we, uh, when my husband Ruben got uh, elected back in uh, 2016, mm-hmm. um, we were expecting our first grandchild at that time, and uh, Ruben and Christy were, um, uh, actually, Reuben the fourth was born in December, which was a few, min- a few months after the elections. Mm-hmm. And so, but before Reuben, uh, we both my husband and I would pray and pray and pray and said, "Okay, you know, you all have got to hurry because we're we're not getting any younger. And so, be careful what you pray for." Because <laughs> then came Reuben, then came you know. Now we've, we're up to eight grandchildren, wow. and uh, we love them all. They're all different, but they're all special in their different ways, and uh, we we look forward to seeing them, you know, as often as we can, and if we can, we talk to them over the phone or FaceTime, but uh, they are precious in our eyes, and like I call, I always say they're my angels because God has gifted us with these beautiful children that, you know, they just... Um, I'm sorry I get emotional but because they they touch our hearts and they have this um, you know they all like I say they're all different different ages our oldest granddaughter will be 15 pretty soon so we have uh, a teenager and our youngest uh, Malachi will be uh, two years old Uh, so we've got uh, I I, I'm I'm gonna name them all because they're all special it's Karina, Gabriela, Renee uh, it's Karina Marie, Gabriela Renee, um, and then it's Aaron Signs Jr. Okay.
0: Uh,
1: Aaron Gabriel Signs Jr. Uh, and then it's Angel, uh, Marcelino. And, um, and then it's Ruben the mm-hmm. fourth, Edward. Okay. and he's two. And um, Amaya' is right in between Edward and uh, Angel. Okay. Amaya just turned five and then, uh, of course, uh, Malachi, that's gonna be two years old.
0: And was Maya her given name at birth, or did, did you, uh, did, is it just coincidence that you were <laughs> the actually, same name as your granddaughter? well,
1: she's Amaya. Okay. And, uh, and her middle name is Maria, because okay. uh, my daughter and son-in-law, Matt, decided to um, give her the same middle name as my mom. Okay. My mom was Maria Luisa and uh, Maria Antonieta, so mm-hmm. it's Amaya Maria okay so uh, again they all have a special name they have a and they're all just our pride and joy
0: Great. and two of your children went through the adoption process and i know from experience in my family that's that can be a long arduous sometimes disconcerting effort to try to do that how did you keep their spirits up during that because it's it's never an easy route to say i want to adopt a child and you know three days later they show up at your doorstep that's not the way it happens did you were they discouraged during this did you provide encouragement for them or how did how did you help them in this journey
1: when they came to my husband and i reuben uh and i and they um, you know one day we got a call and we said mom and dad you know this is what we're we have we feel that we're called to adopt children um you know after trying to have their own and um, and they felt that to them that was the you know it was something that Um, they wanted to do with Mm -hmm. all their hearts and uh, Aaron and Iris uh, you know as they started the process of adoption and it did take it took probably a year or so but then they were uh, officially adopted two years ago Mm -hmm. this November and so but we from that from day one we, we said you are in our prayers we support you 100% and we will love on those children as our own and and we have kept that word uh that our word and then christina and matt the same thing and uh, right now they're in the process of adopting amaya and edward and so and and we just pray for them and uh, when they call us with some news or or can you know for mom and dad can you pray for us for whatever reason uh, we we, we do that, and uh, so it's just been a joy. And like I say, there are gifts, are are uh, gifts that just never stop giving. <laughs> All eight of them.
0: So are you grandma, Mimi, Nana? What are you?
1: Well, with? I I, Nana. Nana. I, okay. I wanted a name that could. You know, it could be either in Spanish mm-hmm. or English mm-hmm. and would be easy to pronounce. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's a joy to hear the little ones and the older ones uh, call me by name. Mm-hmm. And my husband's, uh, his name is Jack Pa.
0: I was wondering how where that came from.
1: <laughs> it's a little bit more original. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if I should even say it, but, <laughs> you know, my husband, you know, he our we have a very good relationship with our children. Mm -hmm. And he he jokes around with the kids that, you know, he played football and he kept up his, you know, Mm -hmm. being really jacked up. (laughs) And and so every time they call or they send each other text messages and they show, you know, compare with each other as far as muscle mass (laughs) and all that goes. But uh, so one day, you know, he says, well, I don't know what I want to be called. And Isaac actually gave him the idea says well you're always jacked you're always talking about jack just at the paw so you know so he loves his heart melts when the kids call him jack paw oh. and uh, the little ones can't yet call him the jack but they call him paw so okay. it's it's just a joy
0: and I can just picture him rolling around on the floor with the kids is, is that a correct, <laughs> oh, uh, <dear>. correct yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> always rough it's oh, okay. always rough but he let me just say Bishop Signs looks very different when he's around his grandchildren, so it's a joy to watch.
0: Great to hear. Uh, we are in part one of a two-part interview with Maya Signs, enjoying hearing about her family life and her history, and we will continue with a second episode with Maya Signs coming up in our next podcast on Potluck. Potluck, the Great Plains podcast is copyright 2019 it's hosted by David Burke directed and produced by Eugenio Hernandez and the executive producer is Todd Cypress